and we back in this thing like we left something what's going on y'all welcome back to this week's episode of i got a story to tell it's week 41 or episode 41 it's been a long ride 41 of these things 41 weeks of my stories thank y'all for riding with me this far or thus far i don't know how you say it y'all know how we do before we go any further, I always got to give someone their flowers. This week, I'm giving flowers to Miss Sharon. Miss Sharon, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. For those times you allowed me to stay with you, you and Mr. Walt allowed me to stay in y'all's home when either my mother was in and out the hospital or gone out of town or for whatever reason, or if it was just a weekend that, you know, Kev would be like, hey, can Mike spend the night? And y'all say, yeah. Them 4th of July picnics at GE Park. Thank you. Them JTM burgers that you would make and buy and all that. Thank you. Ms. Sharon, I just want to tell you thank you for all you ever done for me throughout my life. You just don't know how much it meant to have a place to go to. When I was already kind of going through it when, you know, seeing my mother go to the hospital, whatever the case may be, you allowed me to come into your home, a place that, was full of love and a place that felt like another home to me i just want to thank you i love you and thank you again and with that being said y'all y'all know what it is it's that time i got a story to tell y'all let's go takes place in the year 1988 the summer of 88 to be exact August of 88 I'm 10 years old living in Cincinnati Ohio in the Fay Apartments with my mother my sister and my brother I'm the youngest around this time I'm really mentally all over the place the reason I'm all over the place is because I finished fifth grade and I'm about to go to sixth grade I'm about to switch school. So from kindergarten through fifth grade, I had gone to Mount Airy Elementary School. Small school, know everybody, been there, you know, that time, that amount of time. Now I'm switching over to junior high school, which is sixth, seventh, and eighth, at CBA, Cincinnati Bilingual Academy, which is comprised of a whole bunch of smaller schools, everybody feeding into a bigger school. So I'm nervous. I'm like, oh man. I'm kind of growing and maturing and I understand that, you know, kids that are 7th and 8th grade, they're a little more mature than I am. So I'm like, damn, I need to come across mature. I want to come across as cool. I'm nervous about leaving this school, going to this school, you know, what it's like. So I'm all over the place, right? And anytime I'd ever had any uncertainty or any type of confusion or anything in my mind, I could always go to my older brother. And I didn't. The reason I did not go to my older brother 
is because I'm transferring or I'm transitioning, I should say, to sixth grade new school. He's in the process of transitioning to high school at a new school. He's transitioning to ninth grade at an all boys, private Catholic, all white high school. So I'm like, damn, I can't really go to it, you know, go to him with it because he may not know because he's dealing with his own like shit that he's probably thinking about. Then if I couldn't go to him, I could go to my older sister, but I couldn't go to her because she was about to transition to college. She was going off into her freshman year at Central State. So I'm feeling like, damn, I can't go to none of them because we all going through the same shit. Just that's just how it worked out. So that summer, I'm trying to figure it out. I'm trying to get a little confidence, figure out what's my my plan of attack, how I'm going to go through with this, right? That summer also, like most kids in the summertime, you want to go swimming. Now, I'm not 100% sure about this, but I think I am. Somebody would have to let me know if I am incorrect about this. But the projects where I grew up, Cincinnati and Cincinnati at Fair Apartments, we might have been, I think we are though, the only hood that didn't have a swimming pool. English Woods had a swimming pool. Now, English Woods swimming pool, I mean, you'll be better off jumping in like a fucking pool of like acid. Cause they swimming pool, niggas with shit in it. Uh, you'll find trash in it, all type of weird shit. Nobody was going swimming up there, right? Um, Cumminsville, Moosewood, Millwood, they had a pool. Um, Wynn Terrace had a pool. Like, at all these places, all these projects had a pool but us. So if we wanted to go swimming, we had to either know somebody or you get a pass to a public pool. The closest closest public pool to us was Ryan Pool in Westwood. That was a pool, like, that sat in between where my brother went to junior high school at Gamble Middle School and this Catholic school called St. Catherine. So you would have to buy a pass they would give you like the little elastic like bracelet band thing and it had like this little hanging gold thing on it to let them know that you had a pass and you could be swimming. So, my boy Doug one day comes to me, he like, hey Mike, I'm like, what's up? He's like, you wanna go swimming tomorrow? I'm like, shit, yeah, where? Who, who got a pool? He's like, we're gonna go to Ryan. Now, Ryan from where we live was about three and a half, maybe four miles. His mom was at work, his dad was at work, my mama was at work. So I'm like, okay. He was like, we're going to walk. I'm like, all right, bet. I know my mama don't get home because she got to catch two buses home. She don't get home until about 6 o'clock. So he like, man, we're going to go probably about 10, 11 in the morning, walk up there, swim, then we'll be back home by like 2 or 3. I'm like, bet. So next morning, he knock on the door. I'm ready. We set off on our trek to go to Ryan Pool and to sneak in. On the way there, we're on the street called McHenry. McHenry's right up the street from the Fay Apartments where we live. McHenry is comprised of a whole bunch of um, apartment complex. There's a couple houses, but majority apartment complex. There's one apartment complex that has a pool. So, what do Duck and I do? We run down real quick, hop the fence, jump in the pool. We splash and playing around. Somebody comes out. We get out. We take off. We laugh and run. Ha! <laughs> having a good time what kids do I'm 10 he's 11 we bust that right on Westwood Northern Boulevard 
You walk down the boulevard, walk up the hill, past Gamble Junior High School, boom, down in the park, Ryan Poole. We get there. We standing along the fence. One of the uh, lifeguards says, y'all got passes? We like, nah. He's like, you can't come in unless you got a pass. We like, all right. So we walking around planning, how can we hop this fence? But he didn't already made us. He didn't already saw us. We tried everything. We could not get into Ryan Pool. So we walk home. Next day, Doug says, hey, this is what we're going to do. We're going to get there super early. While they setting up stuff and all that, and nobody's really paying attention to the fence, we're going to hop the fence. I say, all right, bet. So that's what we do. Next morning, we we there bright and early. We there, it's probably no later than 8.30. We there. As we walking up, we see them setting up. First big group of kids, they at the at the gate. They, you know, let us in, let us in, let us in. So much commotion over there, we hop the fence. Soon as they start letting people in, boom, we hop the fence. And we are having the time of our lives. We jumping off the diving board, the high diving board. We splashing, we playing. We having a great time. Summertime, it's hot, it's humid, nothing better than the swimming pool. We out there probably three hours. Get done. There's a little store called the Quick Shop. We go to the Quick Shop. We both get a pop, get some chips, and walk home. By the time we get home, now y'all know swimming take a lot out of you. In the heat, in the humidity, swimming for a bunch of hours, then got to walk almost four miles home. By the time we get home, we beat. I go in the house, I pass out. Great time. Later on that evening, come outside. It's probably about nine o'clock that evening. Come out, look around, see who outside. I see Duck outside. Duck like, man, you wanna go back again tomorrow? I'm like, yeah, 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 let's go back. Like, all right, bet, same plan. I say, all right. Next day, same plan. We get away with it. We, ah, uh, we having a great time. Third time ain't a charm. The third time is not a charm. So we're gonna do it another day. He, man, we're gonna go, we're gonna do it. Alright. They own us. They not letting nobody sneak in. So we walk our way back to the fate. We disappointed we didn't get to go swimming. Running around the hood that day and just doing what kids do in the summertime. And that day. My sister's boyfriend, Tojo, shout out Tojo, Tony. He outside, him and his friends, Kahuna, all of them, they outside, they talking, they whatever, shooting the shit. I'm going to one of my other friends' house. I see Tojo. I'm like, what's up, Tojo? He's like, what's up, Mikey? We talking a little bit. He's like, where you going? I was like, I'm going to my friend's house. Then we're going to run up to the Icy Lake. Now the lake. I don't know where you are in the country. Some places call them icy. Some people call them, you know, cool cups and all that. Y'all know what it is. The lady who sold the styrofoam cup with the with the sweet icy water kool-aid shit and you turn upside down y'all know what it is right said we're going up to the icy lady he like oh all right here he give me a ten dollar bill i'm like for real he's like yeah he's like keep it. i'm like all right so i got ten dollars i already had a dollar in my pocket because i was gonna get two ices i was gonna get one that time later on in the evening get another one, right so i got this hot ten dollar bill in my pocket i'm excited Go throughout the day. Doug say, hey, we should go down to Sawyer Point to go swimming. 
I'm like, huh? Now, for y'all who are not from Cincinnati, we have an area that sits down on the Ohio River called Sawyer Point. You got Serpentine Wall. You got, um, you know, uh, all this stuff. Like, you can sit on the river. Sometimes they have vendors out there. It's a big, big area, right? They have a thing with this big, like, pool. It's, a, it's not a high pool. Like, you can't go underwater and swim out in the water. But you can get in this little pool, big fountains and all that, called Yateman's Cove is what it's called, right? A lot of people go down there in the summertime, you know, let kids splash around and all that. I'm like, all right, how we going to get down there? He like, you just catch the 49 and walk down there. I'm like, I bet. Now, again, I'm 10, he's 11. Now, I've rode the city bus by myself even before I was 10 years old, right? So, the next day, we wake up. You ready? Yeah, let's go. I still got my $10 that I got. He got some money from his uh, mother. We get on the bus. We so excited. We get off. Walk through downtown, cross the fountain, all that, right? Go all the way down to Sawyer Point. Get there to Yateman's Cove. It's people everywhere. Oh, my God. It's folks everywhere. People splashing in the pool, having a good time, all this. It is great. We are having a ball. We down there for a few hours. While we're down there, Duck sees two girls, and he's like, hey, let's go talk to these two girls. I'm like, all right. We go talk to them. Doug like, I want that one right there. So I'm like, all right, cool. So he pulls her to the side. I start talking to the other. We'll call her Tasha. Pull her to the side. We talking. Hey, what's up? My name Mike. You know, nothing really special, right? So I still remember what I had on. I had on a pair of fluorescent pink and white Ocean Pacific swim trunks. Y'all remember OP, Ocean Pacific? And I had on a white t-shirt. So we standing there talking a little bit. A little bit turns into a lot of bit. And we talking, talking. And the young lady I'm talking to, like, this is the first time I've ever felt this in my life, right? At 10 years old. Where I'm talking to a person and... They have a spirit about themselves that is so calming, right? Just ultra calm. And I'm just like, damn, I had never come across somebody like that, right? So I'm like, really, like, I don't know. I'm trying to figure it out. But we talking. After a while, we start walking. All four of us start walking. Doug says, hey. Me and her going to walk this way. We're going to walk off by ourselves. I'm like, all right. Now, I know I got to beat my mom home. My mother, I know she going to be home around 6, between 6 and 6.15. She getting off that 49 bus, right? So I'm like, I got to beat my mother home. I'm looking at the at my watch. It's like 5 o'clock. I'm like, But I'm so smitten I guess you can say by this young lady's spirit and how she is so we're talking and I'm like hey I I gotta go home I was like my mother's gonna come home I, I need to be there 
She was like, oh, okay. She was like, wait, where you stay at? I'm like, I stay in the Fay. She was like, oh, okay. I got family to stay up there. She was like, you want me to catch the bus with you? I'm like, well, what your mama gonna say? She was like, my mother lives in Mississippi. Now, I start finding out. She's from Mississippi. She comes up to Cincinnati in the summertime to be with her family. She stays in Cincinnati for the summer to be with her family. And so I'm like, word? She like, yeah. So she had relatives that stay in the faith. She was like, my other aunt that I stay with, she lives out in Madisonville. But, you know, she comes and goes. She don't really care where we be at, me and my cousin. So I'm just, whatever's whatever. I'm like, all right. And then she says, if I'm at my aunt's in the faith, my other aunt in Madisonville either let me, tell me to stay tonight or she gonna come get me. I'm like, all right, bet. So I tell Doug, I, I catch up with him. I say, hey, Doug. We about to get on the 49. We going to the crib. He's like, all right, me and her going to walk around a little bit big. Then we catch a later bus. I said, all right, bet. So I still got my hot 10, right? I got my 10 snaps. So I asked, I'm like, you hungry? She's like, nah, I'm just thirsty. I'm like, all right, bet. So right by Government Square, there's a dude selling hot dogs and shit, right? So I go over to him. I get her a pop, give me a pop. Pull out the hot tin. There you go. She's like, you got $10? I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm trying to act cool and shit, right? I'm like, oh, yeah. He ain't number 10. She's like, hey. I'm like, yeah. So I'm feeling myself, right? So we walk and we get on the 49. This entire ride home, we sitting in that seat on the 49. And we just talking. And she was like, yeah, you know, I'm from a city called Meridian, Mississippi. Um. It's cool, it's a lot slower than here. You know, she's really talking to me, right? And her spirit is like, it's fucking with me at this point. Cause I'm like, damn, you're wise beyond, you know, like not just wise, but you have a vibe about yourself that's way older than 10 years old. I'm like, damn. And so she's telling me how dope Mississippi is and all that. Now, in the summers, my family would go to Alabama. And they would go to Eufaula, Alabama to be, you know, to be specific. Very small town, dirt roads, all that. And I just knew how that was. So I'm like, damn, is Mississippi like that? You know, I'm asking all these questions. She's like, nah, it's cool. You know, she's really describing how it is and all that. And we start talking and she was like, what, what you want to be when you grow up? And I was like, shit, I don't know, you know. I'm just, I just want to be alive and I'll figure it out. You know, I just want to help people. And that's what I'd always said my entire life. Anytime anybody had ever asked me what I wanted to be when I grew up, I'd always say, I just want to make a little bit of money and I want to help people. That's all I ever said. I never had a particular job that I wanted to be. And I told her, I was like, I just, I don't know. I just want to be alive and, you know, maybe, you know, have a job and do this. You know, it was never anything. And she was like, I want to be a teacher. I want to be a teacher. Um, and then she started talking about like college. And she was like, you know, I want to go to Mississippi Valley State. I want to become a teacher. Like all this shit she had like planned out in her head. And for some reason I opened up to her and told her about like insecurities that I was feeling about going into sixth grade and shit like that, right? We on the bus. And I'm, I'm in my mind, I'm, I'm wishing, I'm like, man, I want this bus to take forever. 
Like, because I'm so caught up in the conversation. And I swear it seemed like this shit was going in slow motion. And I'm talking to her. And as she's talking, I'm just watching and I'm looking in amazement. Like, damn. She got this shit figured out at 10. So she's telling me, like, you know, you shouldn't be um, worried about what's going to be, how it's going to be, everybody's going to be cool. All this, right? And her tone in which she's speaking to me is so calm. And I'm like, we get to the top of the fair apartments. Well, we're not in the fair apartments yet. We're, we're near like where you can cut off and go to Roll Hill Elementary School. And I'm like, you know what? So this doesn't go too fast. I ring the bell. I'm like, well, let's walk down to the fair. Let's walk down into the fair. Because I knew if the bus, we stayed on the bus and got to my stop, it was going to be quick as shit, right? So we get off. I'm like, you want to walk to Swartz real quick? Swartz is a store. So I'm like, you want to walk, walk to Swartz? You want, you want something? She's like, yeah, we can go and get some candy or something. So I'm like, all right, we go to Swartz. She get a payday candy bar. Now me, only other person I knew that liked payday was my brother. I felt like old people ate payday. Like a stick full of nuts, like Paul's. But I'm like, damn, who, who eats that shit? But that's what she wanted. So I got her a payday. Me, I got an orange Fago and a bag of Funyuns. And we walking and we talking. And she's so calm, so calm, so calm. And I remember her aunt stayed on Williamsburg. We get to Williamsburg, she's like, my aunt stay down here. I was like, oh, I stay down, you know, a little further down on President. So we talking right there at the corner for a minute. And I'm like, hey, I don't know if I can call you long distance, but like, what's your phone number? So she tells me her phone number in Mississippi. This is the first number I'd ever memorized that was long distance. And I know in my heart of hearts, I'm like, damn, I know. If my mama get that phone bill and see Meridian, Mississippi, she gonna be like, who the hell in Mississippi? Now, let me explain something. I always thought it was a little odd that her family came to Cincinnati from Mississippi. Most of y'all know, back when, you know, our people were moving up north from the south, a lot of Mississippi people went to Chicago. So that's why like now in Chicago, you have a bunch of people, Mississippi people, you know, their families from Mississippi. In Ohio, we had a lot of people from Alabama. So I was like, damn, her people moved to Ohio. So anyway, I'm like, damn, I'm gonna get this number. And she gave me a hug when she left. And she started walking down Williamsburg and I watched her just walk, right? Till she turned the little corner. And I promise y'all, it was like a movie where you're watching like a, 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 a not mythical figure, but I'll say mythical figure, angelic almost walk away and just disappear and i watched her till she disappeared in my mind i'm memorized i'm repeating that number in my head a million times once she disappeared i i take off running home i get home i grab a piece of, piece of notebook paper and i write the number down and i put it in my drawer and i'm like man one day i'm gonna call her i'm gonna call her. and she was so like dope right at 10 right I go on to school and all that and time passes and all this shit. Fast forward to 2000. It's 2000. I'm in college. Uh, it's fall of 2000. I know my college years are coming to an end. 
I have no plan on what I'm gonna do, what my next move is, none of that shit. Now I know possibly that next year, my brother is gonna be moving to Tampa, Florida. But I still don't know personally what I'm gonna be doing. So I'm like, man, trying to figure it out. I'm all over the place mentally. I'm all over the place mentally. I don't know what I wanna do. I haven't thought about what I wanted to do. I don't know what the next movie. I'm just going through life. But in those quiet moments when I'm by myself, I'm worrying like shit, right? I'm home one weekend in Cincinnati. One of my boys, who I'm cool with, been cool with for years, he goes to NKU, which is Northern Kentucky University, which is right over the bridge from Cincinnati, not far. He hit me up, say, Mike, I say, what's up, G? He say, hey, it's a party here on campus. Tonight, you should come through. I say, all right, bet. I'm going to come through. Now, if it's a party, I'm hitting it. Hell, earlier that spring of 2000, I didn't just became a capper. So I'm, psh, nigga, anytime I can hit a party, I'm hitting it. Cool. Go over to NKU. Party is lit. Oh, nigga, it's off the hook. I'm in there, I'm like, damn, okay, okay. People in there, you know, fraternity sororities, they stepping and strolling around and all that, right? Great time, great party. DJ's killing it. I'm in there on my Mike Kappa from Zeta shit, right? Too cool for school, right? Chilling. Have a great time. Party's over with. Walking out the party. Hollering at my boy G. Named Greg. I said, Greg. I said, what you into for the night? He's like, man, about to go to this chick's crib. He was like, hey, you can stay here in my spot. He was like, if you ain't going to the crib, I'm like, yeah, I might stay this way. He was like, all right, let me know. Now, my brother had a crib not too far from campus. So if anything, I would go over my brother's crib. I'm walking across the parking lot. There were some Deltas who were at the party. The Deltas out in the parking lot, they chanting, doing their calls or whatever. Somebody has their door open to their car and they playing music. It then turned to the party after the party out in the parking lot. Deltas, they strolling around and all that shit. It's a great time. It's still fun kicking it. It then turned into a parking lot party. So I'm just standing there watching. A young lady comes around and the dude standing right next to me who I don't know. I don't know this guy. He like, man, I don't know who them Deltas are. They ain't from our school. I'm like, word. He like, yeah. I don't know where they from though. I'm like, mm, okay. One of his friends that is with him says, I think they from a school down south like Mississippi or something. I think that's what they said. Hmm. Now, I don't know too many people from Mississippi at that point. Still don't know a whole lot of people from Mississippi. So I'm just like, man. So she instantly clicks in my brain. Like, I wonder if, nah, I'm tripping. I'm just standing there watching. But the one, there's one, and she looks so familiar. So I'm like, I'm... Nah, I wonder if 
They get done stepping and strolling. They just chilling. I'm the type of cat I gotta know. I can't walk away and be like, man, I wonder if or not. So I go ask, not the one that I was looking at that was familiar, ask one that was like next to her. Because the one who I'm looking at that looks familiar, she starts talking to this guy. So they over there talk. So I ask, I say, excuse me. She's like, what's up? I'm like, where y'all from? She's like, oh, that's the question we keep getting. Y'all can tell we ain't from here. I'm like, nah. I was like, I just heard from somebody that possibly y'all weren't from here. I said, where y'all from? I said, because I don't go to school here either. So she tells me. She was like, we from the SIP. I'm like, the what? She was like, the SIP. I'm like, I, ain't, I don't even know nicknames. And I'm like, where you from? Like, what, what city, what state you from? She was like, we from Mississippi. I'm like, word. Like, yeah. So I ask her. I say, hey, what's her name? She was like, my line sister, yada, yada. I'm like, what's her name? She was like, why? I'm like, Slim, listen, I think I know her from my childhood, from being up here. She says, yeah, she got family from Cincinnati. That's why we up here. Nigga, y'all, my heart start beating fast. It's on some techno, some I'm like, oh shit, that gotta be Tasha, right? So I said, what's her name, man? She was like, Tasha. Y'all, I'm like, oh, shit. She gets done talking to dude. She starts walking toward where I am. I'm like, Tasha. She was like, how you know me? Like, basically like, nigga, who the fuck? Like, she like, how you know me? I'm like, we shared a bus ride when I was 10 years old from downtown to the fair park. She looked at me and was like, Mike? I said, yeah, that's me. First, th it was funny as shit, though. <laughs> it was funny as shit. She looks at me. Before she says anything like, oh, so good to see you, yada, yada, yada. She was like, damn, you fine. I was like, thanks. I appreciate that. And she hugged me. And she backed up and looked at me. And she hugged me again. And she was like, I can't believe this. I was like, yeah, crazy, right? She was like, I have thought about you like a lot over the years. I was like, yeah. She was like, why'd you ever call me? I was like, my mama wasn't gonna let me make that call. She was like, yeah, I figured that. She was like, I've come back to Cincinnati so many times and like wonder where you were at. I was like, oh, okay. I was like, well, I'm, I'm standing right here. She was like, wow, I can't believe it. So one of her other line sisters was like, girl, how you know him? She started telling her the story. She was like, this the dude you was talking? Like, yeah. So me and her step away from everybody for a minute. And we just talking. There are some steps that are right by the parking lot where everybody is. And we sit down on the steps. And we start talking. And she still has that same peaceful energy, right? Same calming, like, just peaceful vibe about it. And she was like, how you feeling? And I was like, oh, I'm cool. And I, she was like, no, no, no. How do you feel? Like, how, how are you feeling with life and where you are in life? And I'm like, in a state of confusion. Like, and I started telling her. And she asked me, she was like, how did, 
how did middle school or junior high school play out for you after we, you know, talked? Now, I was like, it was a transition, but it was cool. So then she started asking me, how, how you feel now? And I was like, I'm all over the place. I, I'm really all over the place. We sat there on those steps for five hours talking. And she really like started telling me like, you know, you're gonna have to transition. You're going to have to, you know, do this and do that. And life's gonna be cool and not, like it was just like, she had the playbook for tran for me transitioning into to different parts of life, right? After them five hours, we got up. She was like, all right, I'm about to go. She gave me a hug. She was like, mm, you know, get my number or something? I'm like, nope, I don't want it. She was like, what? I was like, mm-mm. I was like, for some reason, every time my life gets a certain way, you appear. I said, I don't need your number. She was like, damn, you're right. And so I asked, I was like, do you like, do you need anything? Do you need like advice? Do you need, you know, I ain't know what I could offer cause she seemed to have it all figured out. She was like, no, I'm good. I hugged her. She backed away. She just looked at me and I was like, man. she like, Y'all ever had like an old person like feel your face, like just to make sure it's real? She felt my face, hugged me again, and she was like, I know I'll see you again. I'm like, yeah, you you probably will. When I need you, I'm sure you'll appear. And she was like, probably. And she was like, all right, I'm gone. And she hugged me and she left. And I was like, like, I, I really, I couldn't believe it, right? I really couldn't believe it. I was like, damn, all this time. And Mike Tomlin said something in an interview not too long ago. He said, you don't know the purpose of someone's presence until you discover it. I discovered it. 